Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And today, we are going to be talking about 1988. Eight. Eight. Eight's the blob. I almost said nine. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, and... Uh, Obviously, this is going to be one of those weird ones because this is a movie without anything to complain it's about. It's going to be the Chris Farley show. I mean, Remember that time in the yeah. sewer? He had his motorcycle. He drove up the wall. Oh, actually, there you go. That was there's, awesome. There's legitimately the one thing to complain about in the whole movie. I'm not even complaining about it. I would. What? That was a hilarious moment. That was awesome. That was awesome. This movie fucking rules. Yes. Uh, and I was just saying before we started, um, holy crap. I can't believe that this movie, effects-wise, isn't spoken of in the same breath as speaking about the thing. Yeah, they did incredible on this. This is one of the most amazing practical effects movies ever made. That nobody ever mentions. And uh, in, the, in the pantheon this, of cool practical effects. I Everybody brings up American Werewolf and The Thing and... I mean, all obviously brilliant, things. wonderful oh, yeah. things, but this movie is insanely Good Lord, great. Lord, how cool is that blob? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the blob itself is amazing. The it the turning into effects. crystals, the the personality of the blob, the choices of what it does. I mean, obviously, there's a huge amount of the thing in this movie. Mm-hmm. It has it's definitely influenced by the thing, but man, it's just mm. it's magical, and the the moments of people engulfed in the thing trying to escape as they're melting are some of the most horrific horror movie images I can think of. Just basically when you, in the, you know, in the pantheon of ways to die in a horror movie, it's (laughs) like, this would go way down on my list if I had to choose how I'm going out. Eaten by the blob is way down on the list. Just give me an axe to the noggin, give me, please. Give me Jason Voorhees <laughs> yeah, any exactly, day. That's yeah. It's a much nicer, much kinder end to your life. I don't want to go to the Whew. Blob's water park. Oh, God, man. the uh, So much. So <laughs> much of this movie is absolutely fucking amazing. And uh, I've got to always mention this because it is, it is fascinating what an effect Frank Darabont has had on the entire world of, like, of pop culture, period. Uh, him being involved in this, you can feel it. Like you can feel parts of Walking Dead in this. You can feel parts of all of the Stephen King stuff. It's, it's part of his his DNA, is in popular culture. And like you can see little seeds of the things that would later be stolen by everybody and used in like massive multi bajillion dollar properties. So, pretty cool. I just love him. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay. I've never seen Walking Dead, so I just gotta nod my head. And be like, yeah, cool. Uh, it was super <laughs> cool until he left. Uh, basically, it was like the stand, uh, and then he went away, and then they were like, "Oh, but maybe man is the the enemy. <laughs> maybe <laughs> zombies aren't really a big deal. We'll just talk about how rednecks like to hurt people of color or whatever, and Neat. it'll become a big fucking redneck power fantasy." Yeah, I'll get right to it. Yeah, yeah, get on that. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, I you know what I have lots of friends who love it and you know there's something to be said for it it is it is definitely one of those like adventures where there's everything to lose and you're going through the wasteland and that's always fun I but. just don't watch shows give me 80 minutes and I get to go home <laughs> uh, you know what I was thinking of <laughs> just completely apropos of nothing something that we should have just talked about before we started recording um, I was thinking about how we need to take a break from doing horror movies for one of these the way that we did for that uh holiday 
holiday talking dog movie. Yeah. And we need to do, we need to choose whatever you think the most iconic bikini movie of the 80s is and do one of those. All about it. Like, is that, would you say that that would be... I would say probably Bikini Car Wash Company. I was going to say Bikini Car Wash Company. I've also got Bikini Summer 1 through 3. I, I'm I've got Bikini Drive-In. I've got Bikini Bistro. <laughs> I need the great off-road bikini adventure if anybody's holding. Uh, the, yeah, the great, is that what it's called? Great yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've only seen the trailers and I want it so bad. Oh my god! I I feel like I've seen it on like USA Up all night. Cut oh all yeah, shit. that's that's where it aired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all those things aired. Man, amazing. Yeah, I think we need to do that at some point. So that's, we can welcome in the summer like that. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's great. right around the corner. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about this movie that there's absolutely nothing to say anything <laughs> constructive about. Cool. All right. <laughs> movie starts off and we get great synth music right off the bat. Yep. Super fun, crazy uh, space synth. I also think it sets a, a cool mood for the city, just like Halloween 4. Similar intro or... Brilliant. Just cool visuals. Uh, and it's also a gag in a way, too. It is. Like yeah, yeah. when you watch the whole city and you think the whole thing's... Oh, it's, this is, this I, is the I, end. I, you know, I thought it was going to be like, you know, watching this the first time, I was like, oh shit, I thought it was going to be like one week ago you know what i mean right. like the blob ate everything and moved on like and the, the right. city's dead but no that two weeks two weeks earlier yeah you exactly. know get a little chiron in there but no no it's not it's that they're all at the football game but the other thing that's great about this is again we're talking about a remake of a 50s movie yep uh and and it has a real 50s flavor the choice of doing full on backlot stuff like it's a recognizable backlot that you look at and you're like wasn't that in fill in the blank and you're like i recognize that you know some of the some no, of the this scenes was shot look, in the city in which city uh, arbor Aber, abbeville uh louisiana i think really yeah it looks just like the backlot for uh oh shit what was that fucking movie um, Man, a lot, a lot of the things are not actually the restaurants, but like right, the actual, right, right. the actual street. Yeah, they actually found that city. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. That's real, dude. Wow, it looks like the Gremlins back lot. Oh, okay. And it looks like like five others, but it's the choice of the location and the look of the whole thing it's is awesome. really is yeah. beautiful. It's awesome. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> and and we get little seeds of the plot here that are really clever too. Uh, we see little. I love. I love the way that they seed the ending throughout the script. This You get little touches where it's like, oh, it's a ski town. That's an interesting thing. And you just get a little tiny touch of it. Yep. They mentioned that later on. Not soon, a, soon it'll be ski season. Yep. Just little tiny bits. And it's like, oh, hey, we're working on this thing. But they have a clever way to introduce yep. the snowmaker that they've got in there. You know, it's not, it's not smashed in your face. Yeah. You know, it, in, no, I call Henry to fix a bike up. Oh, I can't fix a bike. I've been trying to fix a snowmaking machine all day. <laughs> yes. Anything like I that. mean, it, it really, like, in a lesser movie, it would absolutely that be... That dirt bike guy that he borrows the wrenches from would be spending all his time working on the snowmaker. Would be, it would be so much... It would be somebody coming in and literally just being like, when are you going to get that snowmaker ready? And, just or, waiting on the delivery of liquid nitrogen. Right. <laughs> and they would explain how it works. And they'd be, be careful around that. You know it's full of liquid nitrogen. Yeah. <laughs> which Wait, That freezes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, also that. I mean, because that's, a, that's also a real 50s thing, too, where it's like, and sodium, you know, and it's always sodium yep. for some reason. Uh, okay. <laughs> this means quite the advancements <laughs> in the field of science. 
Okay, so uh, it's football day. Everybody's watching their local football team. Even the goth kids. Even the, even the goth kids. I just assume because we don't see them smoking cloves anywhere. Would have been awesome <laughs> if they if if it was like oh right and also and there's just like the Cure kids hanging out on a, on the steps smoking. Uh, okay, so yay, <laughs> yay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's a love story brewing in the football game la la. between the quarterback and one of the cheerleaders who I only figured out her name at the end and I never went back to fix it. So I'm going to call her cheerleader. Is it Meg? Mm. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm going to say cheerleader. Uh, he's, I think it is Meg Penny. Okay. He's planning to ask her out and he, he's like talking to his friend and then he gets sacked and it's a really bad one. He's like barely conscious and it looks like he's broken his spine and he's... That's high school football for you. Good stuff. And she runs over to see if he's okay and he says, do you want to go out later? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, if you if you have any if you, ability you, to get out of a bed... Clean that blood off your face. And yeah, once you've gotten a full blood transfusion... Can, can remember my name better than the people doing the podcast about me. Yes. Yes, once yes, they fused my spine back together. <laughs> Okay, so it's very charming. It's a very cute thing, and it's also a fucking MacGuffin. It's also an interesting, like, it starts the whole thing off, and we're like, oh, look at this. We've got a 50s movie. Of course, you've got the jock and the... And the cheerleader. It's gonna be yep. the. It's gonna be the same old These story. These are our guys. And it's turns out it ain't. Okay. Cut to the next love story, of course, which is the sheriff and waitress. Oh, these are going to be our guys. These are our guys because yeah. this is the big. They're gonna. They're gonna get together too. We're gonna have a marriage between both of them, and then the other couple. They're all gonna. And the blob's gonna together. officiate. He, yeah. <laughs> he's got a little top hat. It's <laughs> gonna be. Oh my god. So cute. <laughs> Would be so cute. Do you remember they used to sell this in the back of Fangoria? What blob? That you could get like a piece of the blob. No. From this movie. You know? Oh, right. I think this and Starlog both used to have ads for like, maybe it was even like Wait, did on, they a, just, did on they... a necklace or something like that. I don't know that it was legitimately the actual thing. That's how I'm wondering if they actually cut pieces of the goop and just but, threw it in jars and sold it all. It would have been. It feels like they did, but I feel I'm like not... that'd be one of those things where if they were wise, like they'd do that and then store yeah. it away for 20, 30 years and then be like, it's the Blob 30th anniversary, own <laughs> a piece of the actual thing. I mean, they did that with, uh, uh, there's so many of these, but like in some of those like men's magazines in the 70s or whatever, you could get dr- uh, dirt from Dracula's castle in a little coffin <laughs> that was on a on a chain that goes around your neck, which well, then, I thought was kind of well, awesome. Then people were selling the... Uh, Wood splinters from the Evil Dead cabin forever too. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I I actually want all of those things. Yeah. Mostly I want the blob part. Yeah, I want a blob <laughs> I think part. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, all right. So this love story is going pretty badly because he's awkwardly hitting on the the sheriff's awkwardly hitting on this waitress. Well, it's weird because she seems standoffish, but then she still gives him. Oh. They're so catty. It's so it's cute. This is this is their their own. It's her special love language. Ah. It's adorable. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the sheriff is going to get out of here because all the football yokels have just gotten out of the game and they're swarming the cafe and he's like, okay, I got to get out of here. Yep. Uh, I can't be trusted around people. I'm a police officer. I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> and so he... 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any police officers listening to this anymore. We have that one guy. Um, oh, oh he's uh, gone. <laughs> sorry, everybody. So, <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, okay. I don't. Uh, no, nah, not me either. <laughs> so, he he walks out and he notices that on his bill it says, I get off at 11. And he's like, it's way past my bedtime. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wanted to go out now. now. So that's like six hours, dude. Jesus, and you're gonna smell like fucking fryolator grease. Yeah. No, thank you. And have you seen that town? Where the hell are they gonna go? <laughs> Where would you? What the in? hell is open at eleven in that town? That's that's definitely. I mean, that might be a good sign then. <laughs> <laughs> we could go to Lover's Leap. We've got nothing else to do. Let's no. literally just go have sex. <laughs> um, okay, so. Get some snacks at the vending machine at the station. <laughs> <laughs> we could go throw things at the drunks in the drunk tank. Uh, Kevin Dillon walks back into town all beaten and bruised. Oh, he missed his motorcycle jump. Because he had a... No, that's right. He had a big motorcycle jump. He failed. He biffed it. Yeah, he... Okay, so... We jumped a whole scene. Right, yeah. We got whatever. introduced to Kevin Dillon. Who's awesome in this. Who is distractingly called Flag, which was... Again, Frank Darabont being the Stephen King guy. It's not, though. Completely coincidental. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean... No, but... no, no. Chuck Russell wrote that character. He said it was oh, completely really? coincidental. Yeah. I mean... It was not a Stephen King reference. Well, no. I mean, he's obviously not the devil, so yeah, of yeah, course yeah. he's not Flag. But but no, even though... Even he's that... not Randall Flag, of course. Nope. I guess I guess Meg's, Meg's family's last name is Penny, and that is... That is a reference to Pennywise, but Flag was, I that guess... That is a weak reference, but oh, Flag is so, much, is but, so yeah. much closer. Yeah, but I guess the Flag thing was completely... Interesting. Nope, not a reference. Okay. That's very strange. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I... I did, so. I did I a little think, bit of research. I don't think I actually thought it was, but... Yeah. I mean, it is a weird name. It, yeah. It's, it's odd. I don't even know what his first name is. That People just call him Flag. It's Brian. Really? Yes. Terrible name. Brian Flag? Yeah. I don't know. And he's uh, wearing black. He is tough. Um, so he's he's the bad boy. Motorcy- With a heart of gold. He's got a heart of gold. He's a motorcycle jacket wearing juvie hall. So he's a man in black. Young offender. And this <laughs> this inexplicable scene, if there was the closest thing to a bad scene or a or a pointless scene in this whole movie is this, because it's just for a payoff later, but it's like the idea of this dude in the middle of the woods that makes it be, not pointless when it pays off. Well, later. Sure, sure, sure. But that's him the do- opposite of a pointless scene. But him <laughs> doing it at all to yeah. me seems pointless. Bullshit. Really? Like, yeah. Like you haven't tried jumping your bike over something when you were a kid somewhere when you're out by yourself. Like, yeah, when what? I was fucking seven. Yeah, he's got no friends. He's an outcast. What else is he gonna do? I mean, there's a difference. Go to the football game. If he was like jumping a BMX, I'd go, okay, that's kind of sad and weird. But he's <laughs> jumping a motorcycle over a bridge. Yeah, that sounds fucking cool. I mean, it is kind of cool. But... Yeah, I'd feel cool doing it. It's like something. It's like it's like those dumb things that you see that you're like, I want to climb to the top of that, and you do. That's all. That's all it is. He's like, I think I can jump this bridge on my dirt bike. Yeah. And he's gonna go do it, and I have that's... faith in him. That feels weird. It feels like something that somebody dares you into, as opposed to, I just feel like doing this. Like, the idea that Evil Knievel would jump over buses if no one was watching yeah. seems amazing well, that's totally to me. totally different. Like, yeah. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, so he, he He's starts... training to be an Evil Knievel. Yeah, there you go. Once he's good at this shit, then he can start charging then he money. he can start charging money. Yeah. There it is. Boom. Um, and so 
his motorcycle starts sputtering out because it turns out he's a lousy mechanic. Yeah. And he doesn't think to put on the brakes. I know that. At any yeah. point, you know, because it's a movie and nobody ever thinks to put on the brakes in movies. And so he. I just, always think about that in car chases. Where it's like, I can't shake this guy. He's on my side. Like, just pump the brake. Hit the <laughs> brakes because it, it's yeah. so hard to translate that into a car chase yep. that you can visually watch somebody like slam on the brakes, then the car speeds ahead. Yep. And you need, yeah, it's. Or like what I was it? Why. Like Brian and Chucky when Chucky starts striding on the guy when he's driving the car and he's weaving in and out of traffic. Just, just stop. <laughs> Stop and deal with Chucky. You don't need to keep driving right now. <laughs> that brings up a whole other problem with uh, with little dolls. That yeah. Always bothers me. But anyway. Okay. How much does Chucky weigh? I, I mean, it's a doll with a but, motor because it does move. So I would say probably seven pounds. And I guess it, but it, uh, like when the kid's carrying it around, there's no way it weighs that much even. Because, like, you've got a little kid carrying True, it around. Yeah. It probably weighs four pounds then. I mean, the later scenes, as he starts getting into his... As he starts becoming real... Yeah, he's going to get he's body full mass. Of, he's full of... Ma- it's like he's... Yeah, he's bulking up. He has So before he's just blood. plushy with a voice box and a little servo mechanism for the face. And so then yeah, by like, the end, he's probably 30 to 50 pounds, maybe, if, if he's full of blood. Yeah, yeah. probably 30s tops. Interesting. Uh, that's the that's part of our Chucky cast where we analyze the evolution of child's play. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. So now he's done this thing. The we're introduced to our old hobo who applauds him when he crashes. <laughs> he's obviously the hobo is the best character in the whole movie. And he also picks Love up his him. beer can that he threw to recycle. Yeah. I kind of like. I just had a, like a, a thing in my head that this hobo follows this kid everywhere and just collects his beer cans like. <laughs> He's like his sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's just like where this kid goes, he drinks. I pick up the cans <laughs> and then I drink. Uh, step three, profit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so now skip to where we were before. This is Kevin Dillon walking back into town, all beaten up, bruised from his crash. The sheriff pulls up and he's like, hey, you're 18 now, so it's not juvie for you. Yep. You're going to big leagues. to the big leagues. You're going to have big league chew. You're going <laughs> to. Watch Major League on VHS. Um, and so he's not only a loner and a rebel, but he's also a delinquent. Yeah. Scary. Bad boy. Bad boy. What is he going to do when they come for you? Uh, so he goes back to his job at the garage where his boss is repairing a bunch of ski stuff, snowmobiles, snowcat, and most importantly, a snowmaking machine. And again, it's not, not really shoved in our face it's just being used to chill beer yep which is a really clever way to introduce this thing um so dylan asks to borrow a ratchet set because he's a dumbass and wrecked his bike and all that stuff and his boss is a total softy he's one of those pretending to be a hard ass but he's really nice boss and uh yeah and we now we go back to the most 50s part of this whole movie the unsuspecting drunk who has a brush with the supernatural from every 50s movie yep. uh this is the guy from before your shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's full-on geordie Verrill. Yep. let's poke this meteor with a stick <laughs> kind of shit uh he knows i he wash can... myself with a rag <laughs> on a stick <laughs> he knows he can get he can get good money from the university oh yeah uh Jordy Verrill, you, you lunkhead. <laughs> uh, so there it is. 
I'm surprised he didn't like fucking rub his eyes and throw away his whiskey or something yeah. like like every drunk is supposed yeah. to do when they see something. That's it. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going dry. Yeah, the fucking old man watching Gamera Land and oh. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, for a bit of levity. Uh, we see the thing from the uh, the 80s movies where a kid is embarrassed to buy condoms. Yes. Classic scene. Uh, he meets a reverend and then he gets embarrassed to buy them. So he blames the fact that he's buying condoms on his friend. He's like, ah, oh, I have to get him for my friend. He's a real horn dog. And if he doesn't, I had to make sure that he was wearing protection. Blah, blah, blah. Very important scene. It adds to a pretty fun punchline, though. <laughs> Such a... It's such an out of place when you juxtapose the horror in this movie. With There's not that, that much scene, humor. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yep. <laughs> it really is. Again, the tone of this movie is for me perfect. Yeah, it just it. There's a level of 50s silliness combined with utter ungodly gore from the 80s. But it like, never gets goofy. Like that's the thing. It's never goofy. Yeah, and the and the blob no. doesn't do anything goofy. That was one of the rules, I guess, the director had too. That the blob can't do anything silly. Like the blob can't like stub its toe or or get stuck in something stupid or eat something dumb oh. and be like ah, you know what I mean? Like oh, so, so absolutely. the blob never does anything stupid, so it's always scary. Yeah. Yes. The blob is. Yeah. Th- there's only a couple of m- moments of kind of weirdness with the blob where they do they do kind of jokey stuff there's like it turns into a basically a big dick and falls on a guy at the end which was really weird well, it's not really a joke though it's just a it's a it's a special move that's <laughs> true you think he had to charge up for that yeah that it's like, like he oh, makes himself all hard and okay high, so and then he's the, like okay his power yeah. meter had gone all the way up yep i think that's actually one of venom's special moves in the uh the marvel yeah. versus capcom uh so, and it did it in the original movie too, didn't it? Oh boy, it's been a long time since it's I've been seen it. Ever, but I think it one scene it did, it did that kind of rigid, lifted Probably. up and fell on somebody kind of thing. Yeah, that would make sense. It's got it's got some style. <laughs> it does. It. I mean, it makes some interesting choices. I. I wasn't a hundred percent sure or on board with it, like growling in the sewer. It was yeah. like a time when it was attacking them, and then it makes a it growl. Mouth. It does growl, growl a lot. And it was like... Well, I it mean, growls when it's even not making a mouth. I don't mind. I, there's this thing where, like, you know, we've talked about Jaws growling. Yeah. Where it's like... Sharks it, growl. Yeah, but, like, not seeing him, like, open his mouth and go, rawr, is <laughs> yeah. fine. Like, if you hear it in the background, it's yeah. just in the back of your head, and you know it's a predator, yeah. you know it's something spooky. That That's fine. I don't mind that kind of sound design shit, but, like... You don't like the had, mouth roar? But if it had... It, I feel like they went just far enough okay. where it, they never got to the point where it was like a gigantic mouth. Yeah. And it wasn't like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> it didn't like say you anything. Get in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> you I've humans eaten. have lived here long enough. Uh, I've, I've, I've eaten enough of you to learn your language. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, Another thing that I think is interesting, I can't remember what the deal was with the original blob, but it, it like I feel like it's kind of based on the idea of like a slime mold where it's like a single celled organism that just kind of eats everything in its path. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this, it only seems to eat organic matter. Yes. It seems like it doesn't like 
It's not devouring. It's not leaving a trail behind in the ground as it moves. Yep. It's not eating through walls. It it's only not... it only eats. Well, yes and no because later on it does drip from the ceiling and we see it melting the desk. Yeah, which they... is kind of a weird rule break. Because yeah, it does not it does not corrode anything else in the entire movie except for that one desk when it drops. Acid. That I feel like. I I forgave that because I thought of that as like it's because they never say that it's a single that it's a yeah. single cell organism or anything like that. So I just account for that being it's drooling and its drool is acidic and that's how it melts things. And it just ate that guy too. Right. So like yeah. it, it creates an acid yep. out of its whatever whatever it's made of that melts people. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um Yeah, don't make me find faults in this. <laughs> I'm not, because again, this is this is in my top ten. Yeah, I mean it really is. This movie is just fucking, just money. Uh, anyway, okay, so blah blah blah. We get uh, poor old guy, you know, pokes the creature with a stick, gets on his hand, and it's as much as this is uh, pretty much the biggest cliche in movies. It's also great because if anybody else did this, you'd be like, well, how unrealistic. But then an old drunk in the middle of the woods, you're like, of course he's going to do something weird. Yeah. He's just an old drunk living in the woods. Who cares? Uh, And so he does this and... It latches onto his hand. It won't let go. And his dog Damn, the effect looks awesome. It does. It looks (laughs) absolutely amazing. And, uh, And of course... Another one of my favorite things. We smash cut straight to a plate of jello. Yep. <laughs> Kids slurping, slurping it up. On. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, okay, so these two kids want to see a horror movie, but they're too dumb to lie to their parents. Uh, or at I've, least I've been there. One of them is too dumb to lie to his mm. parents. Uh, he actually explains that he wants to go to the movie with the guy with the chainsaw and the hockey yeah. mask that cuts up a bunch of teenagers and. Mom says, no, you're not going to go see that. But anyway. He's uh, going to. Yeah. We go to the football guy and we get our payoff for the uh, for the condom thing. Uh, Turns out he's going to pick up the cheerleader and that was her dad. And uh, he was the one who was fingered by the guy. Anyway. Yeah. Gross. I kind of feel like in this small town, he would have known her for a long time and known the dad. 150,000 yep. yep. percent. 150,000 God damn it, you're going to make me find flaws in this No, movie. no, no. It's, <laughs> a dumb, it's a dumb throwaway joke. It's yeah. worth it just for him dropping his newspaper and saying, ribbed. Which was <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, okay. So Rebel Without a Cause is fixing his bike in the dead of night and sees a glowing what's in the woods. And uh, he's he stands up for a second to look over into the into the distance, just in long enough for an old man to run at him with an axe. And we're <laughs> like, "Oh no, he's gonna get axe murdered!" No, nope. like, not fooled you. I'm just gonna try I'm to chop my own arm off. myself. <laughs> starts, Plot twist. <laughs> yeah, he starts trying to chop his own hand. Oh, off. old man McHenry, you so crazy. <laughs> it's like, dude, put your hand on a stump or yeah. something. What are you doing? Mm. Um. But he doesn't manage to cut it off. Uh, Dylan chases him, uh, flag, if you will. and Trying uh, to help him. Yes, trying to help him. And now our A and B stories collide yeah. quite literally when Football Man hits a hobo with goo on his Because he's hands. got double vision from his concussion. That's probably true. <laughs> uh, 
so uh, after a uh, after a weird fucking sword fight with their dicks, the football man and <laughs> motorcycle man finally come to terms, and he gets in the car with the hobo, and now all of our characters are together. And they're going to the hospital. And they're taking this old man to the hospital. Turns out there's only one doctor in this town, and we get some... And he works late. <laughs> he does. <laughs> we get some really strong commentary on the medical industry, yep. because... An old man is dying in a chair. Does and he have insurance? About insurance. Yeah, it sounds completely Which realistic. Which hundred percent realistic. America sucks sometimes. <sighs> a lot of times. A lot of times. Anyway, uh, they put him in a room, and uh, Dylan takes off because if they need him, they know where to find him. Mm. And I'll be out there doing bad boy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be out here, I don't know, smoking, <laughs> saying swears, you know, bad boy stuff. <laughs> loitering under this no loitering sign. Uh, my bike's parked someplace where, I don't know, you could fit a full-sized car. <laughs> In a handicap spot. Oh, damn. <laughs> he is a bad boy. Uh, now they're having a date just filling out paperwork. And, again, they continue this, like... It's just perfect for me because instead of doing the thing that you do when you want to kill somebody off, they make the they make the football guy charming. Yeah. Instead of instead of being like, oh, fuck, I can't believe this guy left me here doing this. Like you would have expected him to be a dick. Yeah. To his like to his date. Well, his friend will be later on. <laughs> totally, <laughs> but. In this instance, it's like, oh, okay, so we still think that he's the... So it's a real he's surprise. There, there, he's when our guy. He, yeah. When he gets got, it's a huge surprise. Yep. So I, It's right out of the Psycho playbook. Yep. But you still don't see it coming, because that doesn't happen often. No, it does not. This uh, movie's just like, oh, psych! <laughs> Hope you like the 20 minutes of your main character, in yep. quotation marks. Goodbye. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So Johnny's like... That's what he gets for being a fucking narc and calling the sheriff. It's true. Uh, Johnny Football goes to get the cheerleader a soda, but he sees that the old the old man's blanket is like inflating, yeah. and he's like, "What's going on here?" He goes over, looks at him, and he's got giant protrusions oh, in his man. neck. He's got it's so gnarly looking. Yeah, yeah. One might think he had Captain Trips from the way that his neck looks. Mm. In fact, also known as Black Neck to some, um, and. Uh, and his eyes have gone white, and he's just contorting in a horrifying way. And he's missing half his body. Well, and then we they, find out later on. They pull the blanket. Or even more than half, yeah. And he is just melted. He goes and grabs the the doctor. The doctor pulls the pulls the blanket after not really wanting to go see to this yeah. guy. And he is just a puddle of goo. And and this also does speak more to the idea that this is an acidic predator of some sort because it really like it, the goo is bubbling. Like yep. whatever's left of him is just sizzling on the table. Yeah. He looks like delicious melted cheese. Mmm, <laughs> bubbly. And uh so people freak out. They I think he calls the sheriff. Is that right? Yeah, this is when he runs into the office because I guess he just has the sheriff's number memorized because he's he narks on everybody. He narks on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that he's is responsible so... for every time Brian Flagg got arrested. It's so weird. Hey, you... Sheriff Brian's trying to jump that bridge again. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I, I, I did have a good game last Sunday. Yes, I scored several <laughs> touchdowns. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I did get several CTs. Yes. Um, okay. Who are they talking to again? <laughs> okay, so we get, while he's on the phone, little sizzle on the table a la aliens. He looks up and there's a big bunchy bubblegummy goo stuck to the ceiling and it just blops down. He's like, that ain't good. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to say. Yeah. And then the the big blob falls on him and we get the image from the movie poster of him just screaming inside the... the When his girlfriend runs in to see what the hell's going on, yeah, he's... Oh, it's so good. Yeah, he's trying to get out and it's... And you can see that it's dissolving his skin and it is just... it. It's one of those... It's one of those scenes that is so disgusting and so like it's the kind of thing where you would say, you know, you don't want to show it because, you know, you don't want to spoil the thing or whatever. And it's like, no, you managed to to make this worse than I could have thought Uh, it was going to be. Uh, it just and it keeps getting worse. <laughs> it's like it's a combination of like the horror of suffocation and like being consumed and, and being, melting and melting and being eaten and like it just every horrifying like it's like 17 phobias all wrapped up <laughs> into one thing. It's just gross. And it is also just gross. And it's also the actor in that contraption, too. And I guess when they yes, and I guess when they were pulling it back because it's stretching, you see the thing go over his face. Like the whole time, all the excess goop was all going in his mouth and up his nose when they were pulling that sheet back. Yeah, so props for him because dude, damn man, he never never broke character. Like despite all that shit going against him, yeah, I must have been so claustrophobic and hot and gross and wet. I. I had a panic attack getting a getting like a life cast done. I did a full head and shoulder, yep. one of those like big ones, and I just I was right at the end. Mm. We didn't do the straws. We did the just uncovered nose yep. version, and I just couldn't do it. I was just like, I can't. I, I Let can't me out. <laughs> like there was just a a second yeah. where I couldn't breathe, and that one second yeah. was enough for me to just be like, nope, and yeah. I just tore the fucking thing off. Oops. Nope, never again for me, I guess. And that was the end of your Hollywood career. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, except that it I wasn't... can never work in this town again. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I never did work in that town, which is <laughs> helpful. Uh, let's see. Okay, so... Sheriff shows up. He's all folksy and ineffectual, and he's like, I'm going to find a son of a bitch who did this. <laughs> who and... melted old man McHenry? <laughs> Look for somebody with a melting yeah. gun. Uh, Thing ding. <laughs> Is old acid acid hands Joe still living in town? The only thing that makes sense in this at all is just that they're like living in Gotham City or yeah. something. And that they are used to people. He's like, oh. Must be, I don't know, fucking radioactive man again or whatever. <laughs> Come on. Let me check the police logs. Oh, man, the melter got out last week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Figures. Spider-Man, what are you even doing? Thwip, thwip, thwap. <laughs> oh, you're just out thwip, thwip, thwapping <laughs> while the melter's running around. Uh, Dr. Phosphorus is running around just <laughs> melting <Dr>. people. <laughs> Sorry, that's a real one. That's a Batman guy. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> this is DP. <laughs> 
He got his doctorate in phosphorology. Um, so, uh, this is the gross part. Uh, while he's, oh, also he's like, he's talking to the, he's like, we're going to get the son of a bitch. He's like, I think we might have already found him. And the sheriff's car pulls up and uh, flags in the back of it. Yeah. It's like, ah, we arrested the only guy in town who commits crimes. Seriously. <laughs> How do you know it was him? Do you not see the leather jacket? He's the only guy with a leather jacket in town. So we just arrest him for everything. It makes our job so easy. Um, if he took off that fucking leather jacket, we would be hosed. Um, uh, let's see. So now we get the gross, weird, creepy guy from before who's being super creepy. Um, he's making out with his girl in the back of his car and he's basically trying to roofie her with booze because he has a whole mini bar built in his trunk which which is ridiculous i hope he never gets pulled over exactly like yeah what is that like 20 fucking open containers yeah. in your car that you're gonna get busted with uh yeah, how do you even back out of that be like but i couldn't touch the bottles i only drink those when i pull over <laughs> there's like maybe one state where you wouldn't go to jail for that yeah alabama hmm. time for an alabama getaway <laughs> No anyway. thanks. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Alabama. Um, anyway, do better. <laughs> do better, Alabama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make fun of every state. <laughs> we did Philadelphia last yeah. week. What we I'm on a Bama. I'm on a Bama kick today. <laughs> oh, good. Just fucking get a little thing until we get down to zero people yeah. who listen to the <laughs> podcast. I have seen that, A, there are people in Australia who listen to the podcast, huh? which oh. fucked me up. I was like, that maybe that's a proxy server and something weird's going on. But I, I have a couple of friends in Australia, so... Super weird. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe word got... Could indeed. Maybe it's them. That was very strange. Uh, and so, and like a couple of other places that I was like blown away, like the Philippines was one oh, of wow. them. And I was like, okay, that doesn't even make sense. We're worldwide, baby. <laughs> yeah, super weird. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. So while he's making a drink, we get blob cam of, uh, this is the, the only time we get POV blob. <laughs> he's like, I'm good. I'm glad that it's, it's, it's light on that. I mean, this creature features can go so heavy on that. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with this, because this is when the blob's still kind of little. So we yep. get him kind of creeping through the grass. <laughs> well, it's such a cute little <laughs> it's blob. A cute little blob. Uh, not as cute as the end blob. He's yeah. adorable. <laughs> um, blob grew. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it really is. It's like, it's like the Groot of the yeah. <laughs> of blobs. Uh, so it, this is like, talk about proto scenes this is the beginning of our we got a little bit of this in trick-or-treat but this is also our cabin fever oh uh, yeah you know what else there was another one uh, the creep show creep show 2 yep you know all of that kind of stuff we got these like great somebody's asleep making out hey we're gonna make out oh crap they're melted oh <laughs> actually half of you is melted yep and this one is, I think, probably the best of all of them. Uh, I don't know. The Creepshow one is pretty good. I love Cabin Fever. The Cabin Fever one is absolutely revolting. Yeah. yeah. Is, I mean, obviously, he takes it further than anyone needed to. <laughs> but still, this one somehow, even with how gross that is, this one's grosser. Yeah. <laughs> she, 
she full on goes the thing on him. Yeah. When they're like, those big whoopy whoopy fast tendrils. Yeah, yeah. He's like, out. he's trying to feel her face up, melts and caves in, and then his hand gets stuck in her boob, and then she just like, like all of her implodes. skin just kind of yeah, basically implodes, and she turns into a thing monster, and he gets eaten. Delightful. Uh, back with the cheerleader's family, they are drugging her so that she'll sleep, which is the weirdest plot point because I guess she didn't get drugged enough because she's out on the street like two hours later. She, she spit her pill out. Oh, did she? I yeah, missed yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That was Yeah, was the mom gave her a sleeping pill and then like, and the mother just completely dodges everything. She's like, you don't believe me either, do you? You're safe now. The police will figure everything out. That's not my question at all, Mom. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, uh, good night. Good night. That's when she spits a pill out and goes out the window to, to bail out okay. to bail out bad boy. Somehow I missed that. That's okay. quick. Um so And the TV is behind you. <laughs> yeah, I watched the I watched the movie here with the TV <laughs> literally behind me. I can kind of see a reflection in this uh, in this plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's for anybody who's literally in the store right now watching us record this. Oh, what store is that? It oh, yeah. Make sense Coast to City Comics else. in Portland, Maine. <laughs> hey, CoastCityComics.com. Come buy here, things. buy some stuff, and look at Tristan's TV behind him. Yeah, absolutely. It was playing the blob earlier. and uh, <laughs> I seen it. And also, you should uh, rate and review the podcast while we're talking about it. Thank yeah. you. Anyway. It's fun and free. That's your ad. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so, um, this, the whole thing with her mom feels very Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yes. It's it's very much like every one of those parent scenes in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and our blob escapes down the drain after eating the two people in the car. There's apparently some sort of sewer drain and it, there's always a fjord. There's (laughs) damn it. Night boat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's our third Simpsons reference that was totally <laughs> apropos of nothing in this one episode. Uh, so, <laughs> one of my favorite things, I watched this with the subtitles on in the store, mm-hmm. and uh, every time the blob does anything, uh, there's Squishy, a... Squishy squish sounds. There's a, <laughs> one that says, uh, slimy gurgling, which yeah. makes me laugh. I think slimy gurgling is one of the best subtitles. Uh, okay, so now the Podunk cops uh, are abusing my, Kevin Dillon. <laughs> my favorite's still uh, Bloodbeat. Boinging intensifies. Mystical, mystical, mystical boinging, boinging intensifies. <laughs> mystical <laughs> boinging intensifies. Uh, go back to our earlier episode on Bloodbeat. Yeah. I think I think that episode on Bloodbeat may be one of our best episodes, so I would highly mm-hmm. recommend people listen to it. I think we really cracked the code on that movie yeah. in a way that no one ever has before. And don't tell, don't tell them what it is. I'm Make them go listen to, to it. You go, listen go listen to our listen episode to on Bloodbeat. I think we legitimately cracked the code on that movie. But listen to this episode first. Okay, sure. Uh, unless I say something really stupid. <laughs> other than whatever I said in the beginning. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Man, if you're going to tell people to tune out when we say something stupid, we're oh not going to have anybody listening. <laughs> That's going to be bad news. Okay, so... Uh, this, this scene is both cops. I mean, mostly the deputy is like beating the crap out of Kevin Kevin Dillon while he's in, like he's in handcuffs tied to a chair, like beating a, (laughs) like beating a suspect in chains. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's Emil from uh, RoboCop. It is Emil. 
Uh, and who melts in RoboCop, but doesn't melt in this. The most I one of the most <laughs> iconic melted people in the history of cinema goes into a movie that's about people melting and doesn't melt. Yeah. That's a real twisteroo, mm-hmm. is what I have to say. Full of surprises. This one. <laughs> Full of surprises. Uh, okay. Uh, so while this is all going on, I mean, he they let him off because. They have nothing to hold him he's on. He's a punk, but he's not a killer. He's a punk, but he's not a killer. And also, they literally have no evidence. Yeah. <laughs> they Seriously, they arrested the him you because... You arrested him because... And there's a, you, leather jacket. You have a melted man. Can you can you explain that? <laughs> can you explain any of that? <laughs> can you explain how he... Okay, so what they have for evidence is he brought a man in who had something on his hand. Yep. Who walked through the door, by the way. Yep. Into the hospital. There's witnesses that saw him brought him in. Then laid down on the table. This guy took off while he was while the other guy was dying. He literally left before any of this happened. Yep. And they blame it on him. Yeah. Impressive. I I get the feeling that they arrested him for some other dumb shit. He was do he was <laughs> like, I'm gonna go out and do graffitis on the cop cars <laughs> or something. I gotta put my tags on stuff. I'm gonna spray paint this town sucks everywhere. <laughs> yes. Also, I imagine that in my mind, even though he doesn't, he talks like uh, one of the sweat hogs. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna do. Let's get. Oh, I ran out of paint. I'm gonna try to jump that bridge again. Hey, <laughs> steal this cop car. Go jump a bridge with it. Um. So the cheerleader was gonna go down and bail this guy out. Yeah. And I learned something new in this movie, and I think maybe it's not true anymore. But I was like, oh wow. Apparently, you can't bail somebody out with a credit card. She tries to bail him out with a credit card. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not either, because I've never bailed anybody out. <laughs> I don't either. I'm like, well, I'll have to remember that. Because all my friends get arrested all the time, and they're like, can you bail me out? I'm just like, fuck no. All I, all I have is a credit card. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, all I've got is plastic. <laughs> and I watched The Blob, 1988, <laughs> and it said, you can't bail people out with a credit card. <laughs> More specifically... They don't take plastic, sweetheart. Hey, Neiman Marcus. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> uh, where am I? Oh, yeah, I guess uh, they go out. She she takes him out. He's like, ah, I'm hungry. I'm tired. Whatever. I just want to go get a sandwich. Yep. So he goes to the diner, and they're in the process of shutting down. But he's a local celebrity. They'll do anything he asks, <laughs> so they make him a sandwich. And it's delightful. Um, uh, He says, that thing that, that weird thing that's on his hand that melted that guy's entire body is getting bigger and it's killing people and it escaped. And he's like, are you strung out? And she gets mad and tries to storm off, but then he's nice to her and they share a sandwich. So now they're best friends. Um She's a bad boy and a cheerleader. This is never going to work. I've never seen this happen before. Maybe they're not so different after all. Is this Grease 2? This is Grease 2. This movie might be Grease (laughs) 2. Needs more Deezen. Do you think that he's only pretending to be a bad boy because he's actually a British exchange student? (laughs) I think that's what's going on. Uh, so the cook at the diner is plunging a stopped up sink and we get the best version of this trope that has ever happened. Oh yeah. Like this is, this is, we're essentially getting the sticking your hand into the, into the pig, into yep. the fucking. And getting eaten yeah. by the 
garbage disposal. Yep. Only he gets fucking eaten by the garbage disposal. <laughs> uh, he falls into that sink, and it sucks him in. Like, the big tentacle, big blobby arm reaches out, grabs his face, pushes him down, and then we get this awesome shot of it engulfing his head, yep. crushing his head, and just sucking it all in the drain at once. And it's all practical, and it looks so good. Yeah, this is... This is the goofiest part. Uh, this is like this is him doing. This is the goofiest thing the blob does. Yeah, but it's not that, even silly. Well, it's horrifying, but it burps afterwards. Ugh. So that is that moment where the the drain belches. It was like okay, there's just a tiny touch. But the drain belches. That wasn't the blob. That was just a right, drain just problem. The yeah, gurgle. Yeah, it it's essentially a gurgle, but it sounds like a burp. Um, but this again with this movie it. It sets up the expectation because you know you've seen this in a million movies. Everybody always tries to get something down the drain and it's yep. constantly setting you up where it's like, oh, he's got his hand down there and it's like, oh, my hand's stuck. And somebody oh, comes what's in. what's going on? Oh, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing this thing. Guess I'll forget about the thing now. And then he takes his hand out and he's like, huh, there's something in the drain. Yep. And then it happens, Boom. which is so exactly not what you do yep. because every other time they're trying to do it to save money. You know, it's just, it's an easy way to kill somebody where it's like, oh, it's blending my hand off or whatever. And this just goes, I mean, you can't even, it doesn't go to 10. It goes to like 50. Yeah. It's like, it just <laughs> breaks the the knob because it pulls him in. The drain expands like the, the pipe. Oh, starts bursting, starts spilling blood. Oh, it's, fuck man. What an Great amazing kill. scene. Amazing. That has to be one of the top kills in a movie ever yeah period i just i just love the head getting put into the drain at first that's my favorite god yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so now uh our heroes hear it and uh or our teens the teen heroes there are plenty of heroes in the movie uh they hear it and they run and go hide in the freezer they just I, and, and just they, they just, just lucked out they looked up, but they also just completely ignored the waitress that was all super nice to them and fed them. I know. That's that's always bugged me. It's just like, oh, crap, run! And it's just like, you, you forgetting somebody? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I understand. And they never even mention her when they're in the freezer. They're like, oh my gosh, shoot, we forgot. They I don't know. even say anything. They're just like, fucker <laughs> yeah that is that is a bummer that's a that's a real anti save the cat right there yeah. that's like a real like establishing that they don't give a fuck yep. about anybody but themselves uh but you know whatever we get our first there's plot coming fast and furious here oh, yeah. so uh the blob comes to get them and it does a little <laughs> it's got little dingly little dangly bits that are like reaching out like little the fingers yeah. and it's seeping in and it touches the the ice in the freezer and it just goes Ew! <laughs> and it makes a little noise make a, makes a little ah i don't want to i hate this <laughs> oh, my one weakness mm. uh but luckily i think in a, in the most interesting way this was only for the audience our heroes do not notice it, do yeah. not put it together. They're in a terrifying situation. I think this is a very realistic depiction. I mean, for blah, blah, blah. But yeah, when you're in that kind of traumatic thing, but you're like, like, 
Oh my gosh, cold must be its weakness. I am not putting <laughs> I'm not putting things together. I just saw a big pile of goop eat a dude and suck him into the drain. And then shoot up and rock on the ceiling. Nope. Yep. My brain is not I'm not doing Sherlock Holmes shit right now. This is not I'm going time. back home and taking that sleeping pill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Might take a couple. Um so they get out of the of the freezer and Dylan's like, I'm gonna get that thing. I got an ice hook, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up that thing. It's also like, man, I guess it's because it's the '50s, and we're supposed to kind of get a '50s vibe from everything that's going on here, and that's why he would have that thing to haul giant ice oh, blocks yep. in. But it's like that. Nobody's no, using, nobody's using those things. I didn't even since, think of that. Yeah, it's like literally the '50s, but whatever. It's great. Uh, front door's locked, but Dylan's got the key. He, yeah. grabs, a, he grabs a brick and smashes it. He's got... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got a key. Uh, so for the blob's next thing, uh, we're going we're gonna to test him up against the powers of God. <laughs> so we've seen him go up against all sorts of things. Now we're going to test his might against Jesus Christ. And it turns out he's better than this priest. I mean, to be fair, the priest sucks, so it might not be a perfect... What a weird character. I love it. Yeah. I love it mm. so much. It's like, it's like uh, I don't want to say better because I love Nightbreed, but it's like a, it is better because Nightbreed never got to be finished. So it's like a better version of what they tried to do with Nightbreed, the ending. It feels like that, their God burned me. And now, you know, it's, yep. it's, it's got that whole thing, the preacher that goes mad seeing this otherworldly thing. It's got like such a deeper level of horror than what we're seeing in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's more of a cosmic horror where someone has been driven mad and has become a disciple of an otherworldly creature. It's, it's out of nowhere, but I fucking love it. Um, but that's going, that's way ahead. Way we're, ahead. We're, we're not there yet. Um, we stay on target. We stay on target. Okay. Uh, so he, I guess the priest is following a cat. Is that what's going on? I know that there's a cat there, and we keep hearing it meow. And the yeah, no, we see a cat in the opening scene too. Maybe he goes in around. to investigate why the door is smashed mm -hmm. in or whatever. Uh, but he finds a little glowing piece of the blob frozen in the ice from the freezer, and he puts it. For some reason, he has a an airtight jar with him, and he just seals it up. Yep. And uh, now we have we have sequel stuff that absolutely should have happened, and I'm sad it didn't. But uh, which is also a coincidence, according to Darabont, who claims that this was not a tease to a sequel. What? Yeah. That's crazy, right? I mean, go ask him. That's what he said. He said he said a hundred times that this the ending of this movie is not. A I mean, cliffhanger to a sequel. I, it, it doesn't. It could. Need, it could it doesn't be. need to be. No. I mean, it it works. It works as a. Or did they like you know like yep. you didn't you didn't necessarily complete the mission and the horror is still out there and that just leaves Add, you with, now with added religion. Right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I <laughs> imagine the cult of the blob could be the next movie. Like, I ugh. I mean honestly, couldn't it? Yes. Ugh. Oh boy, damn! Oh, that would have been good. Yep. Anyway, okay. 
So cheerleader and leather jacket go out into the woods looking for a cop. They're like, they're looking for the deputy, I guess. Uh, and they see a crazy spotlight and some helicopters on the horizon. And then some folks in level five hazmat suits, suits yeah. show up. They're a government organization and they are, uh, and we get a, we get a great quip from, uh, from Kevin Dillon here. The, uh, these guys are the men from Glad, and they're here to help us keep our leftovers fresh. <laughs> Which uh, I actually thought was kind of funny. <laughs> um, uh, so, for some reason, the one of the most unexpected parts of this movie is that they're wasting time talking to these teenagers. Oh, yeah. Why are these ding-dongs, who are literally looking at a mass extinction event, like, dead on in the eyes? Who we find out are totally know what's going on, like... And, and and they don't care about the lives of the people in this town. Just knock these two guys out and move on. Or or just why are they why them, are they placating them? Like right? Why are you? Sp- they spend so much time yeah. like you know obviously uh, we're, talking. We're to the collecting audience. spores and amoebas. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. But they do it. But it also makes his death the more better when you oh, oh when absolutely. when when you see all of his deceit, all of his like fatherly like trying to be nice to people. Then ordering his men to shoot people, and just then yeah. we realize that this guy is nothing but shitty. Uh, yeah, this guy yeah. is such a shithead. And, and when he gets a blobby in his suit, it's like, Argh! yeah, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Stephen King, uh, I mean, this is this is exactly Dreamcatcher. Like these guys are straight oh, yeah. out of Dreamcatcher. Um, so I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Buttworms. I mean. There are no buttworms in this, so obviously it goes down one. Yeah, what, what do they call them? Shit weasels? Yep. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's been a while. Ah, uh, shit weasels. It's a good expression. That is a that is a classic Stephen King classy <laughs> expression. Uh, so there's some new folks making out, on, and we find out that they're we're like, oh, hey, look. A new couple. We're going to see them eaten by the blob. Oh, hey, wait, there's a slasher. Oh, we're at the drive-in <laughs> or the movies, I mean. Yep. Those and kids get to see that horror movie after all. They did. And this has this just gives you that fantasy of like watching the, the asshole that just talks in the movie theater too much get his comeuppance. <laughs> it was awesome. Yep. I do find it interesting the way... It, I think it does make it better. Um, I think it makes it better that the blob makes choices. Because the blob is killing people intentionally, where the original blob was just an unstoppable force, mm-hmm. just growing ever. It was a what is that? What's that PS2 game? Katamari. Oh, Katamari. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the same thing where it's just yeah, it's just growing and growing and growing and growing and everything. You throw a chair in it and it gets bigger, and you you know like everything that it attaches, it just gets bigger. This thing is like I want to eat this one. And I'd like a, one of these. So he's doing the actual levels on Katamari. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some ding dong over here. Yeah. Talking too much. Get Only em. eat rude people in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. And build a star. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay, so um, we get the uh, the diehard scene. The, the hot dog guy from The Happening, the... Everybody loves hot dogs. <laughs> uh, that dude from <laughs> from that terrible movie, The Happening, is uh, the projectionist. That is Pons Marr from American Scream, dude. Of course it is. But I remember him as the hot 
everybody I, likes hot dogs. I haven't I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. He was all he was also it's, it's the, the one thing that sticks in my head about that whole movie eh. because they're like again, mass extinction event everyone's dying the world is going to shit and they're just like hanging out in a classroom and he's like i'll uh pack some hot dogs <laughs> everybody likes hot dogs that sounds right? awesome they're they're just a convenient shape and they're delicious and, and that's pons mar doing that yeah <laughs> i want to see that movie <laughs> that was his i mean i think that was like his entire role was just saying shit about yeah, hot yeah. dogs there's like you, a bunch of people talking weird shit about food in that movie yeah. there's an old lady who's like it was constantly talking about her lemon drink. Mm. <laughs> the biggest fun fact is he is also the performer in the Theodore Rex suit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's a fun fact for you. That is impressive. And that movie rules. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I still need to see that movie as an adult. It's I mean, super fun, man. I have I have not seen that since it came out. Yes, it's bad, but yeah, it's super fun. But I'm mm. I'm interested. I finally watched Tammy and the T Rex again since the I honestly first time I, I honestly have never actually seen that movie, and I've always meant to. Yeah. I, I watched it as soon as uh, Arrow or whoever it was put out the gore, cut, out the gore yeah. cut. I was like, I'll watch that, and I was amazed at how much of that movie i remembered i must have seen that movie multiple times Except i've never seen any version of it ever. yeah like i think i think that was one of those movies that like on the free preview of hbo it went a bunch of times and oh, i yeah. just kept watching it because <laughs> that was what i did whenever there was a pre free preview of oh, hbo fuck yeah, man you only got a week to soak that yeah, shit up exactly <laughs> just put in a tape and record and yep. like watch those over and over again uh okay that's how i got the secret nudie pictures when i was a kid you know i just Wake it's up in the, the middle of the way. night, <laughs> stick in the tape, record, go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. No way I knew I was doing it in the morning. I was like, ah, secret tape of boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's how I got some of the weirdest movies that like movies that until now, until the, the world of boutique DVD releases, yep. people were like, you're making this movie up. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Freak Maker is one that I was like. No, it was a movie that starred Tom Baker, and he was, like, turning people into plants or something, and, <laughs> and everybody's like, that is not a thing. No, it had Donald Pleasance in it, and Rick <laughs> Baker, and, and like, literally a bunch of actual, like, performing freaks from circuses. And, oh, wow. No, that's a new one on me, too. Oh, man. I think that, you're just making it up. If, exactly. <laughs> but then they released, they did, like, a big release of that yep. on Blu-ray. Uh, and I don't know that it's actually good. I just remember it being fucking weird. It's like a... It's like a weird long form Doctor Who episode, anyway. Okay. So yeah, weird. <laughs> but I love Tom Baker, weird, and he but. has he has a weird face prosthetic on, like he's burned his face or something, which must be uncomfortable around people who are performers who are you know have like physical deformities or something. And it's like ah, yeah. Anyway, well, that time like Bad Dreams was like, hey Richard Lynch, can you put this burn appliance Fuck. on your face? <laughs> <laughs> like you know I. <laughs> I have a burn appliance on my face yeah. already. Have I told you about how LSD isn't good? <laughs> because it's not good. And we also have an episode of Bad Dreams you can check out. You sure should, and we'll tell you the story of how Richard Lynch got his wings. <laughs> or whatever. Or um, facey burns. Yes. Uh, it was gasoline. Sorry. Anyway, um, okay, so... Oh, my God. Th this was a goofy, a little goofy thing. 
we we get to see that uh, that our guy was like playing with a yo-yo or whatever, yep. and then he gets stuck to the ceiling being consumed, and the yo-yo still like that's cool. That was great. He scene. was originally supposed to have a pet monkey up there with him. That's a bit too much. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just gonna say I think that's a bit too much, and I'm glad it got dropped. I I I, I, I don't also think don't want to see a baby monkey like a little adorable monkey being devoured by a blob. Yep. That was originally going to be the ca- uh, the monkey was originally going to get scared and run into the air duct, and that was the original catalyst for him to stick his head into the air duct to get eaten. Uh, and then probably yeah, the so he changed it to the air. They dropped the monkey and changed it to air conditioning. Yep. But I mean, what? Why would he have a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I, I guess. How about more monkeys? I don't know. So the monkey got replaced with a yo-yo. <laughs> I thought the yo-yo was a bizarre touch, but it makes sense. I have a yo-yo at work. I use like really, yeah. It's like a fidget spinner. You just walk yeah, around true. chucking a yo-yo. Yeah, totally. It's a nice orange butterfly. It looks just like the one there. Nice. Uh, okay, so uh, flag and cheerleader get stuffed in a van that takes off, and he doesn't trust authority, and she does because she's part of the system, man. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, I'm just going to go where the government tells me to. And he's like, fuck the government. I borrowed, gonna... I borrowed the socket set from my boss so I can get out of anything. Wee! <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. He I does wish... indeed get out of that van by using his socket set. Oh, I know. I definitely, I wish that they'd gone full bore and like every single time, like somebody's <laughs> arms come off. Don't worry, guys. I got a socket set. It's like, speaking of Doctor Who, it's like the sonic <laughs> screwdriver. Yeah. Where it's like, it just kind of does whatever we feel like having it do right now. Love it. Uh, this blob okay. seems pretty intense. Let's see how he <laughs> handles my sprocket set. <laughs> oh my God. The eight millimeter socket. I'll take care of this guy. Oh, oh my didn't. gosh, I lost one of the sockets. My boss is going to kill me. <laughs> I sure hope I get eaten by this blob so my boss doesn't get mad at me. So uh, he does escape. He jumps out of the moving van and she stays in because she's a conformist. Yep. And uh, so let's see. Uh, back at the theater, the guy who's been talking through the whole movie gets snatched up by a blob tendril and then it incites total chaos and panic. Uh, the Our two kids get away barely, but the blob is following them. And it's just this awesome movie theater attack with a, a killer strobe effect, which probably couldn't be done, wouldn't be done today. Yeah, for. yeah. But uh, it's like... That's so funny because, like, I think it's like what point zero 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 two percent of the population who has. There's that. enough to put warnings on cartoons sometimes. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's such a horrible thing that you don't yeah. even want a single person oh, to no. suffer from it. So, I guess I, I guess I dig. Um, so, I love this. <laughs> I mean, I've said that a million times, nah. but um. So we're chasing these kids like the blob is actively like going after these kids yeah. and it spends so long going after these kids. It's like, what's the point of this scene? The ki- You're never going to kill one of these kids. Yep. The blob would never you'd never going to see a child's face screaming to get out of the center of this blob. <laughs> Blob's like, hold my beer. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. That, I mean, I've seen this movie a hundred times, and I watched this, like, taking notes, and it still shocked the shit out of me. Yep. 
I don't think I even remember. Because, because it, the movie even plays with you. Because when the kid gets sucked in by the blob, he just originally falls underwater. Then the girl inexplicably yeah. goes diving for him. And you're like, yeah, you, you as a viewer are like, oh, yeah, she's going to save so him because it's a stupid. kid. Yep. And then she comes up empty-handed and you're like, wait, what? And then he shows up. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. man. Thank you, movie. Crazy. Anyway. Not that I condone kids getting killed, but like, I do. thank you, movie, for having the balls to do it. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so. Because uh, it is shocking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Flag finally finds his bike, and he sneaks around avoiding hazmat guys. He watches them pull the meteor out of the ground, and he overhears a conversation from way too fucking far away. <laughs> they must have been screaming their conversation. Hey! Hey! This is that fucking satellite that we sent up with the virus! Do you think these guys are going to figure out that this is a U.S. satellite that we made? <laughs> Man, just good timing on Flag's part being there just as they discuss their evil plan. Some real James Bond shit going down here. They probably won't mind if we kill this whole city. They'd probably just think it's patriotic. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Lock it down. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yes, he does hear all of that shit. And it does turn out that it was a U.S. satellite sent up with germ warfare stuff. And it came, it crashed back down. And oh, I, lo- I love it. I was it like, has do, you know how, do you know how much we're going to get the upper hand over the Russians now? <laughs> the dialogue's so hokey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's but no seriously you can send that bomb to russia right now <laughs> well yeah uh but it is it's okay so <laughs> i love how that what they're saying is this is a great thing we'll just all we have to do is contain it contain it and then we can send it over and use it in war and it's like have if you- it's so easy to contain it's not going to be that effective. <laughs> yeah, true. I also, uh, I also love it's later. It's going to do exactly the amount of damage you were hoping to do to your enemy. <laughs> There's also the other scene in the sewer too, like uh, that's always bugged me when when, he, when they got the gun and the one guy sees it and he shoots it like three times. He's like, hey, no, we got orders not to shoot. But th- why do you have guns on you? <laughs> You're not supposed to shoot it. You're not going to shoot anybody else. <laughs> oh, it's to shoot the. Oh, it's for the civilians. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's to shoot civilians. Uh, I guess so. These oh, guys yeah. suck. These guys do suck. That is, <laughs> I mean, it basically, it does come down to it later on where they're like, eh, we might just have to fucking murder all yep. of these civilians and just say that it was... It's okay, it's just a small football town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just say it was a football accident. <laughs> um, the whole town got concussions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, there was a Will Smith movie about that, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so... <laughs> this is the payoff for his for his bridge jump. He gets made. He punches some guys. Gets away on his bike. They're shooting at him. Nobody can hit him, even with like yeah. multiple M16s firing full bursts at him. Not a single bullet can hit him. They're chasing after him. A helicopter starts chasing him. There's he's a got guy- five stars. He's got six stars. <laughs> he's got six stars. They're firing at him from a helicopter, and he's like, "Oh boy." Good thing I've been training for just yeah. this moment. And he jumps the bridge. All the cars crash. And the helicopter turns around because it can't make it past the bridge. <laughs> Carson, we lost him. <laughs> he, he did a four-foot jump. Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, what happened to this yeah. fucking helicopter? <laughs> it's like, I love the idea that the helicopter's like, damn it, the bridge is out. <laughs> 
<laughs> However, eventually. though, this 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 stunt was awesome. Oh, it's so and good. the way it shot too, like yeah. that's everything happened all at once. I mean, that that truck yeah, crash, yeah. that helicopter was oh. actually there. None of this was yeah, faked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, okay, and then. Eventually, the helicopter remembers that they're supposed to look for him and then makes a circle back around and then flashes a light past him once he's actually gotten into a sewer pipe and is unavailable. You can't see him anymore. So Flag looks at the drain pipe and he has like a significant look. Like He's like, I sense that there's a lady down here. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. With two kids. I think I should drive down here looking for her. I... Good instincts, buddy. Good, you know yeah. what? You got great instincts. Trust your gut. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, so there's this scene that I don't know if it was meant to throw you off or what its point was, but there's a scene of the hazmat guys. There's a truck going and you see a guy in a suit hanging on the back. And it's like, oh, did Kevin Dillon murder a hazmat guy and dress up like him? It's like, why, no, would I be, that. why would he be hanging on the back of his fucking truck? It's like it's a, like that scene in a spy movie where you've killed somebody. Yep. You put on their clothes, you know, you agent whatever them from Hitman. And, <laughs> you know, but it, it just goes away. I don't know. That huh. scene confused me. I guess maybe he was just being cool. He wanted to, like, hang out on the back. <laughs> of it. I want to be ready for action. Yeah. I'm just that guy. So cheerleader and the kids watch a rat get eaten and now they know that there's a blob so uh our cheerleader she's making up for her uh not caring about that waitress by really being self-sacrificing here yep she pushes the kids up the ladder like while she's still in the water with the blob basically knowing that she's probably going to get eaten and the blob's like no that's not how it works. I want the kid. I'm going to choose the hardest one to get. <laughs> so it just grabs the one on top and sucks him into the water. Uh, not only do we kill a kid, we cover him in shit first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Disgusting. Uh, so, yeah. He's dead. That child got oh, eaten yeah. by the blob. Uh, hazmat guys show up just in time to distract the blob enough for her to get our main kid to safety up the ladder. He gets through a, a grate, but it's too small for her to fit through. Yeah, she can't fit there. She's so fucking tiny. She's <laughs> the idea that she's any bigger than that kid. I don't know. Mm. I doubt it, but fine. She can't get through. Just believe it. Sure. Um, and these guys are just like shooting, shooting, and nothing's happening. It eats them and then beats one of them against the wall, I guess, and he survives because we need him later. Um, they Once they finally get out, once we get that really confusing motorcycle trick where he's like, hold on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I don't know why you hate it so much. Because he runs into a, he runs in. Well, I mean, because this fucking blob is so fast and can grab anybody at any time, and it's like, oh, neat. Maybe mm. it's amused by the motorcycle trick. Yeah. He's like, fuck. On my planet, we don't have motorcycle yeah. tricks. I'm going to enjoy this, and I'll eat them later. There's always time to eat these people. Um, yeah, I think it's super cool. It's 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 a neat moment. Um, so they meet the totally wigged out surviving hazmat guy 
who's like f this yeah he's like oh Had enough. he's yeah he's the game over man guy yep. he's like totally out of his mind and they're like no come on we're gonna save you even though you're one of these dummies mm. and they try to bring him out they you know they get him up on the they start climbing up the ladder to get out of the drain uh they get up to the manhole a la chud like this is a very chud-esque scene yep uh including the the truck being parked on the on the main. Oh yeah, the lead uh, bad guy. I forgot his name. Meadows or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like seal it. Nope. Contain it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which cracks me up because I mean they're they're there, dude. Just let him out. Just let the three people out of the fucking sewer. I mean, <laughs> he hates them. He's yeah. Mad. He's mad at these people specifically. <clears throat> yeah. So I I kind of. But that's understand. big mad, dude. <laughs> I'd be mad at people too, but I'm not gonna be like you die now. I've never been put in a position of power where I could get away with killing some of the people I'm mad at. So, you know, put me in that position and then we'll talk. <laughs> and I'm a murder machine. <laughs> I might I might just make some decisions that would surprise you. <laughs> I've worked in Portland retail a long time. <laughs> I, I might be I might be lost. I might be a lost cause now. I mean, really. Come on down to Coast City Comics, Portland, Maine, and don't forget to smile. Uh, Anyway, so turns out our hazmat guy had a bazooka that nobody knew about. <laughs> and again, this this scene is exactly like Chud. It's the same type of truck. It's the same type of explosion. I think it's also similar to the slugs explosion, too. Yeah, and that's what you get for being an asshole. You could have let two people out, but nope, now you lose a truck and get a and bunch prob- of blow up. And probably five dudes. But yeah. I mean, they probably killed a bunch of people. Or you could have you know just what? let two people out of the sewer. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's war at this point. They are trying to actively murder them, and they are complicit yep. in sealing that thing. So if they were in the truck that closed the manhole to kill these people, eh, I say that's justified personally. Um, so they uh, they get out, and they're like, eh, well, I guess they blew this thing up, so fuck it. Why not? We'll just let them out. And uh, the head jerk communicates to the crowd and he's like these people don't listen to them they're infected yeah uh and it's like infected with knowledge but it's like (laughs) do you have any control over your soldiers dude like what kind of secret government operation has a bunch of dudes with machine guns that won't just pull the trigger when they're ordered to. Yeah. None of them. Not a single one of those dudes was trigger happy enough to yep. kill those people when they were ordered to. Yeah. That is mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> it just would not happen, but that's okay. Um, but he basically, he has enough time, Flag has enough time to be like, they've been lying to you. This is the government doing yeah. it. And honestly, what he says sounds like what a crazy person would say. He's like, the government, they put fucking chips yeah. into space and now they're going to infect you with COVID and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. And, uh, you know, the guy's like, Oh, I'm just going to shoot him myself. And he reaches for an M 16, but it's too late. The blob blobifies him. <laughs> And it's so weird. I remember this scene as this guy asking for them to kill him. And it did not happen that way. It's weird. Oh. I have a perfect memory of him holding on to the to the hole and saying, kill me. <laughs> but it did not happen. It's weird. Probably mixing movies up. I think I am. Yeah. Um, 
so, but yes, he gets a, he has a horrific death. A bendy death. He gets very bendy. Uh, And then it disappears because it's a bashful blob. (laughs) It's like, yep. I just wanted this one. I was just feeling snacky. Uh, and so... I'll be back soon. I always get hungry again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just... You know, I don't want to... I'm in a calorie deficit right now. I just don't want to... <laughs> I mean, these guys are totally keto, but I don't... I don't know. I, don't, I still don't want to go too far. I, I anyway. I'm in the way. I'm counting points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the the Richard Simmons deal a meal right now. <laughs> I absorbed some of those cards while I was at one of the stores. Mm. Um, yes, but he is down there back in the hole and they're like, aha, we know what to do. Drop depth charges or whatever. They've got like explosive charges. <laughs> they in just their start backpacks. firing their machine gun down the hole. Be like, yeah, that'll do it. It's... Uh, for scientists, they have a profound misunderstanding of how this creature works. Well, they gave all the nerds the guns. <laughs> it's true. At least, like, the flame units make sense. At least yeah. that, I'm like, okay, that seems more logical. Yeah. If When they're shooting it with a flamethrower, I'm like, okay. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. I mean, I would guess that would work. It, or it might do something. Right, exactly. Whereas Bullets... You- it's a blob. It's a blob. <laughs> it doesn't have any internal organs. Yep. It has grown from, a, you know, something the size of a, a microbe. So it clearly does not have anything that you can shoot at. Yeah. Um, so after they're like, Haha, we totally did it. We dropped some grenades in there. Whatever. Everything's fine. Do, do, do. Oh, the ground sure is shaking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then we get blob dick. And then it tumbles over. It just shoots straight up. And then falls and just squashes one particular guy (laughs) that it was pissed at. And I love it because it's always like there's always one irritating dude that it just like picks out. Yep. It's like, I hate you specifically. (laughs) Is this a guy that pulls the grenades too? Yes. Yes. And did you notice the flashes in it? When you're running away? So little. It's so little and so, so subtly awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see those little pop-up. They don't even make a sound. It's just great. Like, what is the point? Uh, okay, so they try their flamethrowers. doesn't work. Uh, in fact, one of them just plugs the hole in the flamethrower. They might have actually been kind of effective. We don't even know. But yeah, the blob, the blob yeah. pokes the hole and <laughs> explodes his <laughs> flame unit, so he's dead. Um, so they... Uh, so... Meg uses the uh, the CO2 flame, uh, the fire extinguisher, realizes Second just like- Second movie in a row with a fire extinguisher. Yes, just like uh, like the original blob. You know, she if these people had just had a Super Nintendo and bought copies of Zombies Ate My Neighbors, the greatest game of all time, <laughs> you would know that you need a fire extinguisher to fight blobs. Yep. Spoiler alert to Zombies Ate My Neighbors, <laughs> use that on your blobs. Uh, ah, spoiler alert. It's a pro tip. It's a pro tip. That is a pro tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, don't use the weed whacker on them. It doesn't work. Um, okay, so... Uh, she's... Oh, right. That's right. Flag remembers the big snowmaker. Yep. He grabs it. Luckily, and, his boss got it fixed up, I guess. <laughs> apparently. And he shows up, and he starts spraying the blob with snow. It hates that. And it does hate it, but it's not doing enough. No. And it's still getting in, and it's going to kill all of the townsfolk because they've all 
clustered inside city hall or some church or what <laughs> it's some big building um and so he basically charges the truck at it maybe with the hope that it will eat through the truck and then explode or whatever um it does not he just flips it he yep. just totally biffs this whole thing <laughs> and he gets our rebel was wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> who would have guessed and so now he's stuck in there hanging safety from first his, dude i mean no matter how badass you are it's true he's he's hanging upside down can't get loose meg goes to save him and steals somebody's she goes fucking ellen ripley oh hell yeah like <laughs> it's like she grabs a satchel charge she grabs a machine gun jesus and she just starts like she's got the the charge over her arm and she's like firing the machine gun at it. Well, I actually love it because once this happened, I was just like, oh, how does she know how to use that gun? And then she doesn't. At yeah. first, it doesn't do anything, and she starts fucking with it. I'm like, oh, thank you, movie. Yeah, yeah. So I hate I hate movies where people just pick up a gun and become a commando. Like, oh, her brother's in the Marines. Oh, the night of the comic defense. <laughs> no, no. My dad's my, my dad's, dad's a Marine, movie. so I know totally know how to use a machine gun. Uh, Fuck <laughs> you stupid fucking movie. I love that. Okay, so she <clears throat> distracted enough that it doesn't eat flag first. He manages to get his seatbelt off. She, like, there's this whole, there's a great suspense scene here, except some of it was kind of weird because literally she's got her foot stuck in something. Yeah. He's stuck in the, like, everybody's stuck Everybody's somewhere. stuck. <laughs> and, uh, but they do eventually well, get I lo- away. I love the not jump from the explosion either just like yeah, take yeah. this ha i'm out of here whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny it's basically like they just don't do anything cliche with her like she gets badass she picks yeah, up yeah. the gun doesn't know how to use it at first yep. chucks the bomb and then goes for the jump and then gets her shoe stuck in the thing <laughs> like it's just great yeah, it's great uh and so the the charge is now in the thing of liquid nitrogen blow it up and it it's just, a Christmas miracle. It's, it's, it's Christmas in July, <laughs> and the blob is turned into beautiful crystalline patterns. It's this thing is really pretty. Yeah, when it's when it's all blobbed up, uh, and it's it's actually snowing everywhere, and we don't know. I mean, they say that it's not dead. We, I guess, it isn't dead. Yeah, so. they say get a dump truck before this thing thaws out, but it's. I don't know what you're going to do with that thing because it's They're, as big say, as a street. Take it to the ice house. Oh, how? In a dump truck. <laughs> how? That thing must weigh tons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this definitely uh, things that end too soon. You know, it's like, I hope that that works. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I'd be calling like every ski mountain and being like, Bring your trucks over to start spraying this thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody's way too like lenient about it. They're all like, oh, I guess it's done. I guess we're all fine. Yeah. Because the explosion didn't throw one random piece too far away for us yeah. to find it. Like, we don't even know. Maybe there are microscopic pieces of it in mists that yep. are going to get into our bodies and replicate. You know, Eesh. it's like, it's so, it's such a, such an indestructible creature yeah that the explosion being an explosion instead of it like falling into something you know where it was all contained really raises more questions than it answers but that's fine because the whole story is raising questions at the end yeah you know we after this whole thing uh we cut to the the preacher in a revival tent oh yeah and we forgot to mention that he got he got burned a lot during this final fight 
Yeah. Uh, again, just like just like Nightbreed. Yep. Uh, he gets he gets all scarred up. One eye is all fucked. It's all milky, and uh, and he goes he he has a big fire and brimstone speech about when the end of the world is coming and blah, 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 blah. And he goes back to his back to his back room in the tent somewhere. And he just starts slugging back whiskey and then looking at his little guy who he has in a jar. And somebody comes in and says, when is the end? When is the end coming or whatever? Yeah. He said, there'll be a sign or some shit like that. Yeah, he's and, holding a piece of the blob. It's still alive. And it's still alive. And it's so cute and little. Yeah. And it's it's a great ending. It's a yeah. real creepy addition. Very creepy ending. So fun. And uh, then we get a power ballad by Not Dokken. Yeah. We're the blob warriors. <laughs> Ain't gonna blob no more. And that's it. That's the blob, man. So good. Yeah. What a great movie! Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, it's so hard. To, like <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, I think I think it was worth talking about. Oh, yeah. Even though even though it is a movie that is like without sin yeah. in my in my book, it is just, just still tiniest, one of my favorite movies. Tiniest ever. little the problems, but so easily overlookable. Yeah. Yeah. Just genius, and just to reiterate, uh, my own my own personal belief, uh, this movie should be looked at with much higher regard especially when it comes to special effects yes. stuff it's it is a crying shame so one thing that stood out to me since the first time watching it since i was like well, i don't know 11 12 like, yeah it just blew me away i couldn't believe how freaking cool it looks and then when i went back you know then i hadn't seen it for a while this, we're talking still forever ago exactly and i rented it and i'm like man i haven't watched this in like 10 years i remember this looking so cool and kind of expecting it to be to not, not, as, not look as cool Absolutely. as it did when you were a kid but then you watch oh my gosh <laughs> amazing and now even watching it today from 1988 we're talking like 30 years later yeah, yeah. it still looks amazing it still holds up a hundred percent the effects are it's still not, better it's not than like it's anything. not it's not like it's good effects for the time it's no. just good effects right it's there are certain movies that just hold up. Yeah. There, like when a when a movie is good, even if it's like not even practical effects. I mean, like Jurassic Park is a good example. Yeah. That movie still holds it still up. Looks good because it was done well. Yeah. You know, like the effects from the thing hold up because they were artistically good. Mm-hmm. It was creating something that was its own thing, and it wasn't just like, oh, we got to make it look like something specific the only parts of that movie that don't hold up are the parts that are supposed to look like something like the the dog mm-hmm. you're like oh that's weird yeah but uh everything else is brilliant and i mean a thing i still think that this movie belongs in the same in the agreed. same breath as the thing agreed and it will never be and it will not be i mean it being a remake i think probably hurts it so from, was the thing right a good fucking point <laughs> from a critical standpoint but yeah. i i mean there wasn't a lot added to this the way that his version of the thing yeah. added a fuck ton yeah. to to the original Howard Hawks version. It's just kind of modernized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and also if you haven't read the new version of the book, uh Who Goes There? Is that what it's called? I just read it like last year, sometime actually it was mm-hmm. sometime during the pandemic. Fucking amazing. They they found a bunch of like extra pages for it and all that shit. Oh, cool recently and it's really cool it's a it's a great book yeah a really great read. i've never read that nope. uh you can get it from the green hand bookshop my wife's store oh sweet uh they have like a website 
<laughs> and they have those on their website. So if you want to... And she wrote the book Bigfoot in Maine, which is a did. stellar read that I read over the summer. And she also wrote Strange Maine, tra- Tales from the Pine Tree, Pine State, something. I want to get that. Pine Tree State, that's what it was. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, and those are those things. And <laughs> uh, I have a new comic out called Self-Made Man. And So congratulations we- on... Reaching your Kickstarter yeah, goal. Yeah, we got our Kickstarter goal, so we got those. Those are going to be going out to people and all that stuff, so we can get that. And uh, I've already got one because I know a man on the inside. <laughs> and if you happen to be somebody, I've had a lot of questions about Rad Wraith. The answer is Halloween. Sorry, I know this sucks. I know. That's I, a long way I away. I'm so sorry. Uh, but due to circumstances beyond my control, there were... I'm under contract with a company that went out of business that is owned by another company that wanted my IP for this thing. So they are taking it over. They're going to re-release it at Halloween. So the first two issues are going to come out at Halloween as a single issue. And then November, issue three, December, issue four. So we'll have it finished up by the end of the year. Sorry for the wait. That's it. Um, And so rate and review us. Buy things at CoCityComics.com. Those are the stories. Yes. And I, you can follow me at Mount Awkward VHS Fiend on the Instagrams and check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. Do it. And uh, Video Vagrants group on Facebook has a movie watch along every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time on the Video Vagrants YouTube channel. This week we are doing Assault of the Killer Bimbos. Ooh. Oh, my God. With the D's in. <laughs> what a great movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What are you going to do, Jerky Boys? <laughs> Wait, Jerky Boys or Whoopie Boys? I was... The Whoopi Boys? You're talking the movie. Oh, Whoopi Boys. The movie Whoopi with Boys with Yeah, that's the Whoopi Boys. Fuck, that's right. Yeah. Whoopi Boys. <laughs> Jerky Boys are the, hey, Rizzo. <laughs> that's right. No. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> What's that? I don't want to watch the Jerky Boys. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'll watch the Whoopi Boys. Whoopi Boys. boys. Yeah, that yeah. was with with that comedian who. Uh, Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez. What the fuck happened to Paul Rodriguez? I don't know. He'd disappear. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next time, maybe with a crazy bikini movie. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> uh, anyway, good night. Peace.